Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the gas cast. And today, it's a very, very, very special episode. This is one of my <laughs> one of my longest um, friendships that I've had. I met this dude in high school. Um, play some ball together, you know. Shout out back to, when we could actually uh, hoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back whenever we were balling. Yeah, um, 10 hours a day out, type shout shit. Shout out to uh, Young Tucker because he ain't here. He's part – he's the third Trey Migo in this little trio Trey, that we got yeah, going. Absolutely. But um, this is my homeboy, uh, Young Jesse. I call him the dispensary because he be dispensing buckets. Now, uh, I mean, <laughs> Young Jesse, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling – I'm feeling pretty good, man. These last couple of weeks have been pretty hard, but – you know, we're not going to talk about that. We're here to talk about my team. My team. As yeah, Skip Bayless says, my team. The <laughs> Phoenix Suns, right? Um, man, and it has been a journey. It has been a journey. I've been a fan since I was eight years old. Um, really, I saw games off and on until the first major game. That's how all the way through was when I was 10 years old in 2007 when Tim Duncan broke the shit out of Steve Nash's nose. And that man still went the draft 31 and 10. Um, Steve Nash is my favorite player of all time. Um, and I've been a Suns fan for my entire life. Um, through the downs, the lots of downs, and through and through the highs, right? And here we are, my team in the finals, man. I, I, all I got to say is shout out to God because I don't know where we would have been without this man. This man is undefeated. This man has a plan, and hopefully his plan is for us to win the finals. However, we're going to be talking about that later, what our thoughts are on each team and all that good stuff. So, Indeed, indeed, man. I mean, I guess shout out to God. So if we're, if we're talking God, so <clears throat> we had a pandemic come through. Actually. Um, pandemic happened, and in the pandemic, uh, you know, the NBA, they have to make their money. So they went to the bubble, and in that bubble, the Suns went 8-0, yeah. And but it wasn't good enough to make the playoffs. So they they were cooking with they were cooking with something going in into the next season. Next season starts a few months after the finals in in October. I think the next uh, season started in December, like yeah. around like right before Christmas. So it was a quick turnaround. And then you have um, you have LeBron complaining. Oh, we're starting back too uh, too early. People are going to get injured whatever all right okay all right let me say this right now i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get this out the way lebron just proved like there's been times in his i mean everyone everyone messes up right okay we're not we're not we're but this motherfucker right here right this dude has never said anything anything about that anything about oh the season's too short oh this and all this if you literally he got exposed if you go back in his twitter to last year when they said that they were going to bring back the bubble. He said, he said, my team's ready. We're ready to go, ready to get the chip. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You can't be on both sides. The fuck are you talking about? Braun uh, the, the flip-flopper. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like I said, I have nothing against the guy. Man's done a lot of great. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, basketball player, depending on who you ask. You know, man's insane. You know, so – I just I I I just wanted to bring that up because whenever I see ESPN just acting like this man, it's just like 
I mean, it's ESPN still, but like, they're like, they're like, LeBron's right. We shouldn't have had this season. We should have put the season on pause. There's so many injuries. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just... Um, they did a, they did a, uh, speaking of that, um, Adam Silver, like we get a whole bunch of injuries, but the thing is the NBA sustains this amount of injuries is just over a longer period of time. And usually it's not as notable players. The only reason why it's getting so much talk is because a lot of notable players got injured. And like I said, maybe active God, who knows, but going into this playoffs, a lot of injured players, the Suns. Do you, as a Suns fan, think that it is a fluke, like some people have been saying, that y'all made the finals because of all the injuries? Or is this just well-deserved? No, but it's not a fluke. Um, I will say, uh, let's just bring this up. Uh, last year's finals, right? Probably CJ's best playoff run, CJ McCollum. But you had an injured Nurkic. He was also having one of his best years. And Dame Lillard being Dame Lillard. Okay, they were injured. Every team, every team that makes a finals run has some form of injuries, right? It can be more, it can be less. Okay, it can be in terms of effectiveness to the game. Like major, for example, 2019 finals, Clay goes down. And was it? No, that was the year before KD, or was that year at, at no, 2019, um, KD and Clay goes down. So yeah, KD, he was exactly. injured throughout the whole thing. He goes down game one. and then. But Clay I don't see any motherfuckers saying nothing one, about that, right? We're not going to yeah, talk yeah. about that, right? Of course. Always. That's always in the finals. That's in always the finals. Always injuries. Yep, I know, always right? injuries. I ain't seen yep. no motherfuckers talk about that on Twitter. But all the Lakers want to talk about is, Oh, well, the Suns would have been here if AD wasn't injured. Well, let's look back on AD's career. AD's career, he's been injured every year. He's been injured. He's been injured every year. He comes into the season not in shape. And he comes into the season also trying to abuse the foul system, right? Everyone abuses the foul system. I'm not acting Mm -hmm. like the Suns are saints here. We're not anywhere close. Not anywhere close. We have CP3 on our team. What do you mean, (laughs) right? But recently, if you look at this bullshit that everyone's, oh, dude, everyone's injured. It doesn't matter. Well, let's look back on every other run in the past 10 years. Who's been injured that could have stopped the team that went to the finals or won the championship? There's plenty. There's plenty, right? Every championship run has or every playoffs run in general too is is has some form of luck right of course but let's look at cp3's career man this man has been through like i used to hate cp3 but i wasn't that much in the the into the nba back then right but when i'm now as a diehard you know nba fan i love the nba i love my second favorite player this fucking shy Gilgas Alexander. I love that guy. I mean, it's great. You know, and watch out for the OKC Thunder next season. They're going to be absolutely amazing if they get some guys. I mean, they have like 20,000 draft picks coming up. But that's besides the fact. You know, it's just, if let's go through every series, right? LeBron and AD, 
LeBron came back in early February after injuring his ankle because he knew that the Lakers were not going to make the playoffs. They weren't. They were ninth, right? And so if you're ninth, you have to beat the 10th spot, which they definitely could have beat the 10th spot, right? But then you're not going to beat the 8th spot, you know, depending on who it is. If you don't have AD, because AD was or AD was on and off the court during the season as well, right? So LeBron's injured. He comes back early, says he's never going to be the same again. Well, yeah, you're never going to be the same again. You're like 37, 36 years old, playing a high physical. 36. Yeah, he's 36. I'm 36. You know, so it's like, and and here's the other thing that people don't want to talk about especially Lakers fans. So I want to talk about Lakers fan, the Lakers team outside of their first two players is dog shit. They're, they're terrible. They're terrible. You, they set a playoff of Gabe. Listen to me. They set a playoff history record for having a starting backcourt in all the playoffs history that had zero points in an entire game. Zero. Yeah, they didn't play great in the playoffs. Yeah. No, look, that team is constructed terribly. That team is is only being carried by LeBron and AD because they let Rondo go. They let JaVale McGee go, who was playing. I I love how how we have to bring up JaVale McGee now because he's actually good. He's actually good. He's He's not great, but he's good. You have to guard him, you know. Like usually, you just let him go and be like, "Hey, you got a point." No, what, you know, no cares, right? But you let all these guys go in the off season, and you're and you get Dennis Schroeder, who thinks he's worth a hundred million. That's not that's he's not even worth eighty four million. He's not even worth it, right? And here's the the second thing I want to talk about. Also, is that the momentum change? Would we have won in six games? Did we win six games? Yeah, we won six. I games. think y'all won. Yeah, yeah, one and six. Yeah. It... Yeah. No, Lakers no, no. Games. It was five. We won one. Lakers we... got. Lakers we... got. No, two no. Yeah, they did get. They did get two. Well, they won. I'm they lost to game one and won game two and three this year. No, no, no. We won game. Whenever three. they played, we won game three because that's when AD went down. AD went down game three. Was and we won game four and we won game five in LA? Okay, so it was five. Yeah, so we beat them in five. Right. Would we have beat him in five with a healthy AD? No. Would we have beat him in seven or six? Yes, I think so. Um, because if you look at the fact, here's the, another big thing that people don't want to look at. When the NBA Players Association and the refs union announced that they were not going to give that bullshit lean in or, or fall call, they weren't going to call it anymore. When was that announced? Mm, they said that they were going to talk about it over the offseason. Yes, they haven't, when was they that? Haven't they haven't called it. They haven't changed yeah. the rule, but they haven't called it, right? And when was that announced? Uh, After probably, game four yeah. of the Lakers-Sun series. So AD wouldn't have got that bullshit where he just falls. Oh, big old seven-foot-ass, 300-pound motherfucking ass just falling over everybody. Now, would he have gotten fa- to the foul line? Absolutely. It's what AD does, okay? But this, it was so bad. You cannot sit there and tell me as an as a unbiased basketball fan between both of these teams because these aren't your teams, right? 
okay? That you were watching this series and you were like, man, AD earned every foul that he that he got that series. No, Nobody earns every foul. No, exactly. AD likes exactly. To, so the thing with Anthony Davis, I think, is that um, one reason why he does get injured a lot, I think he knows how to fall. Most NBA players do know how to fall, but he falls a lot. No, like not foul. Fall. We should have. We should have had. We like on had, the ground all the time. We should have had a counter. It would have been up to like the twenties or like plus twenties, right? He's the tallest dude out on the court besides eight. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a. Let's get a. Uh, let's send this to Vegas for uh, the next playoff games or right, just any Lakers game. Let's see AD yeah. on the ground plus plus eleven. Like yeah, plus, 15, plus 11. Yes, 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 Dude, I would be on that on every day. I don't care if you're a basketball <laughs> fan of OKC, the Trailblazers, the, the Celtics, you're betting on that. You're your, winning let money. Let me get your they over under on yeah. AD falls. Yeah, exactly. So with Lakers having the, the worst team besides the Celtics in the playoffs, right? They had... AD falling like crazy. They had the MB, uh, the National, the National Basketball Players Association reunion statement, and they haven't called those anywhere as near as they used to since that press conference, right? And we were up. I, I've seen a lot of Lakers fans on Twitter say that they that they were up ten against us in Game Three when he went down. No, if you go pull up the clip, we were up fifty four to fifty. Uh, it was probably game four. They they did lose the Suns one and six. They got game two and three. Lakers. Okay, well, I think I'm thinking it's game four. Anyway, six. Fine, right? Okay. Uh he went, we were up four, 54 to 50. Actually, it was 52 to 50. We were up two, which two isn't shit, right? But we had momentum. We were playing way, 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 way better. Yeah, game three was the the game that AD was – or Andre Drummond was doing that stupid-ass shit. Okay, yeah, so I remember that. Okay, anyway, forgive me. Okay, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Everyone in the comments, you sad. <laughs> but uh, um, we had momentum. They were playing – the Lakers were playing the best that they could in game four to contain us, and we were making everything, right? We're up to AD goes down. We blow them out the water. We blow them out the water in game five. We blow them out the water in game six. Okay. Devin Booker has 47 in game six. Could we have lost to the Lakers? Apps if they were healthy? Absolutely. No one in their right goddamn mind is going to say that we wouldn't. Right. But we had momentum. There was everything against the Lakers, everything for us. Right. After, after game three. And that's when AD was healthy. Right. And up to the halfway mark, essentially, I think it was like six minutes left in the third quarter or something like that, or second quarter um, when he went down. We had momentum. Okay. Would we have won in six? No, we would have won in seven if we win. Now, and we definitely could have lost. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. So the second series that we go into Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray's injured. Well, Jamal Murray's one guy. Okay. One guy that an important uh, guy, Jesse, a very, oh, very important dude. Absolutely. I mean, did you see what he did last year in the bubble? This man dropped multiple 50 burgers, bro. I'm telling you, 
one dude in basketball. It's not like other sports, like soccer, ultimate team game, football. You need all 11 guys on the field to play together to achieve a goal. In basketball, yes, it's a five-man sport, but because there is one ball and it can be in one guy's hands, one dude can carry the team. And if he has help, obviously a Jokic-type deal, then you can make something happen. So yeah. how, how so, you feeling? I mean, here's the thing. The series? Here's the thing. I'm not saying he wouldn't be a null effect to the series. That's not what I'm saying. The thing is, is that that series, we saw some of the best defense from our team. Right. And we also to nullify the fact that, you know, he had 50 point bombs. Booker had two 40 point bombs in that game. Uh, and so did CP3. CP3 had multiple three, 30 point games that series. Okay. But our defense was really what solidified that. But here's the thing about I was going to say about Jamal Murray is even though that he's one guy that can get you 50 a game, right? If he absolutely had to, that team, got Will Barton back, and they also got P.J. Dozier back at the last game, which, which I don't even think they – I think he was available to play and they didn't play him, which I don't, I don't blame him. You know, that's fine. Um, I would rather – if I'm the Nuggets, I would rather go back for next season anyway, try and get somebody in the um, – at least at that point, you're down 3-0. You know, I would get, wait for the next season. I would get Aaron Gordon off my fucking team. Um and I would get somebody else, right? Okay, so uh, everyone else on that team was there besides P.J. Dozier, and I guess he's there for defense, I guess. I mean, I, I haven't watched too many games. P.J. Dozier, okay, so that's my bad on that. But we had the best Suns defense we've seen forever, like ever, for years, again, in that series, Right? We also have Booker and CP3 on fire. And everyone on the Nuggets team was there, right? Was there, was in account for, and they got swept. Okay? Besides Jamal Murray. Now, would they win one to two games? Absolutely, with Jamal Murray there. But we're still winning that series. No doubt. No, no, no doubt in my mind that we win that series. Lakers series no is different. No doubt in your mind. No doubt in your yeah. mind. Lakers series is different. We could have lost that series, right? We definitely could have lost that series. Nugget series? No, we're definitely winning that series, 100%. Okay. What about next series? Y'all end up playing against it's the, same, the Clippers. Eastern, I mean, Western, yeah, the Clippers. So, with the loss of Kawhi, I mean, did they, didn't they, the Clippers push y'all to six, right? Yeah. I'm going yeah, to be 100% Kawhi, honest with you. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think the Clippers have the best team in the Western Conference. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That series gave me like five heart attacks. Um, <laughs> Only five? Oh, no. I, I mean, it gave me a heart attack every game. Uh, we'll talk about <laughs> my anxiety levels at the end of this. But uh, the things that the Clippers – Ty Lue was the best coach in basketball, easily. He might he's the be. Best, no, he's the best coach. It's, it's Ty, then it's Monty. And then I would have to say it's probably uh whoa, 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 whoa. you think they're better than Greg Popovich? Not I'm I'm talking about like right now, man. The fuck Greg Popovich is obviously way better than them. The, fuck? the goat. He is the goat. 
And Larry Brown? Well, behind, behind, behind Phil Jackson, of course. But I don't know. Greg might be better. But we're not getting into that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not talking about, playoffs, we're not, not talking about playoffs, all time. We're not talking about all time. Playoffs, I'm talking about in these believe, playoffs. In the playoffs, I do believe Talu is probably the best coach in this entire playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah. He, dude. He's been amazing. The honestly. Clippers are I mean, the best team. The Clippers are the best team, and they had, they have the best coach. Okay. Now here's the thing about Kawhi that I have to say. If he played, what is the worst thing about that Clippers team? What do you think the worst thing is about that Clippers team? Um, honestly, I don't think that they had many weaknesses as far as like what what they were matched up against because with with I'm not sure if Reggie Jackson and all the rest of those guys would have played up to what they played up to with Kawhi being um at being there. Like Factual. obviously the ball would have been in Kawhi's hands. I don't think Reggie Jackson would have been scoring 20 points a game. No. Uh, Marcus Morris doing whatever he's but doing. But they played fantastic. But fantastic. absolutely. Um, but if they did, if they were to play up to that level with the addition of Kawhi, then yeah, they probably would have won the championship. Uh, Kawhi goes down, and, you know, those hopes are rested on Paul George's shoulders, in which I think that he's good. Um, I don't think he's bad. I think that he's gotten a lot of uh, not undue hate. I think that – I think Kawhi – Paul George is properly rated. So, as many as the people that say that he suck and as many of the people that think that he's good or where he is – I think that it averages out to wherever he is, wherever you have him rank, whether that's in the like 10 to 20 spot, wherever you have him in there, it just levels out. But I don't think that he is good enough to be the best player on a championship team. No, but here's the thing that the Clippers were the worst at. We saw it through every series before the Sun series and even in the Sun series. Actually, only one game in the Sun series. They're terrible late in late game situations. Because Paul George wants the ball, Kawhi wants the ball, and that you got Reggie Jackson wants the ball. <laughs> you know, who do you go to, right? Obviously, everyone would Kawhi say Leonard. Kawhi, right? <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. But that didn't happen. Look at the Kawhi look at was the, gone. No, I'm saying I'm talking about in their series before, right? The, the Mavericks, they should have swept the Mavericks. They should have swept, but they took them to seven games because they had terrible down the stretch uh, sequences that allowed them to lose those games, right? Now I'm saying, am I saying at the, once they get to this point with Kawhi, would that be a factor? It still would be a factor, but, you know, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, unbiased, the Clippers could win another one in seven. And then if they're in the championship, I think they destroyed the Bucs. I think they're better matched up for the Bucs. That's fine, okay? That's not... As a basketball fan, you can't sit there and say, oh, yeah, the Suns were pulled out of the way to win, right? They could, but we don't know, right? We, you know, we don't know unless we have some fucking simulator that will simulate what it would be, right, for in 2K. Uh, but, 2K's first thing. But, see, <laughs> but see, here's the thing. We could go back through history and say, and say those things. What if, Jordan had, what if Jordan had one off game against the Suns in the finals? Suns would be champions. They took him yeah. to seven, you know, right? No, they won in five, but no, no, no. The thing that happened with the Bulls-Sun series 
you had a dude on one team that averaged 30 points, like 33, 34 points. It just so happened the dude on the other team averaged 40, and that was Jordan. So that, that just, <laughs> Did they just, beat him in five? I don't remember yes, if they beat him Jordan in five. had a god, a god mode of a series. Yes, they beat them in – I believe they beat them in five. And that man just was unstoppable everywhere. And that was probably one of Jordan's worst teams, too. But I, I don't – dude, I think all those teams – because they no, had no, Jordan, they beat they us in had, six. They, they beat us in, in six. six. Okay, in six. Yeah, but look, yeah, Jordan has like forty-one yeah. points. Yeah, absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, no, it's unthinkable. So, so if if Jordan has one bad game there, one to two two bad games, you know, yeah, and, no, and they have the same team. Do they go to set? You know, like it's like maybe. we go, we don't be like, oh, well, if if Trey Young didn't go down. Yo, would they be in these? No, they wouldn't be in these conference finals. Yo, the Bucks have a cycle. I think you've uh, you might have seen it on Twitter. That it has a cycle. They play like shit, and then they the media talks shit about them. Then they all of a sudden act like they're prime MJ and Kobe and everybody else. They oh, win God, a couple no. of games no. and then they lose. That's like I think that's for Middleton the Bucks, at least. That's think, Middleton. Yeah, at least. that's literally. I think this. What will I guess we can go ahead and talk about the finals? So, for the Bucks side of things, Giannis is going to be there, he's going to drop his 30 and 12. He's going to shoot, he's going to score 20 plus, plus a game. I mean, Aiden's doing whatever 20, he no, can. 20 plus is he had a 20 bad game for him, he had 21 and game yeah, one in his and first game. game. In, in his first game, he you had know, like 20 something. The last game that, that they just played, a bad he didn't game have above him. 30. He didn't have about 30 last game. That dude, that dude balls. But what he needs is support from his co-stars, which I don't think – well, this is a long day of history. I talked about it in the last pod. I'm not even going to just down Chris Middleton because he's not a star. I don't even think he's a borderline all-star. If he was in the West, he wouldn't sniff the all-star game because he is in the East, um, and they have a lack of stars, I believe, in the East as far comparatively to the West. Yeah, he had 26 um, he points in game four. He had 26 points in game four. Yeah, he makes it in. But I'm not going to treat him like he's a star or even an all-star. I think he is a really, really, really good role player, like a borderline all-star. So whatever he gives, which he's giving you, like I think he's averaging about 24 and a half right now. Um, he can give you good games at home, and maybe he'll give you one on the road. I think Chris Middleton is only good for about three games in a seven-game series. Um, if he goes over that, the Bucks will probably win. But if not, then they lose, and that's what we've seen. And then Drew Holiday has been awful so far. But on the other side for the Suns, um, CP3 had a fantastic, magnificent game one. Um, had a game couple was good. decent games coming past, but then this last game, game four. Do you – I guess we can talk about – after this, we'll talk about the CP3 Nash argument. Um, oh my we definitely God. have uh, different <laughs> of beliefs we're on that. It up. But, oh man! Um, to CP3's detriment, a lot of guys call him a choker. Now, what's what has happened in his playoff history is that he has been injured a lot. Basically, on the Clippers, I think out of those five years, he was injured in the playoffs. Like three of those five, two two or three of those five, he did blow the um he blew the Clippers versus Rocket series. And then the Rockets, whenever the Rockets were up on Golden State 
uh, he got injured, and then the next year they didn't have KD, but people act like there wasn't a 73-win team without KD before. Uh, just losing KD doesn't make them a bad team. Absolutely. Um, but in this in this playoffs, had a couple of duds, man. So if the Suns were to fall, I think he would be the fall guy. Now, do you think that he has a bounce-back game at home against the Bucks with the series tied 2-2? Well, what is your definition of a bounce-back game? He played absolutely atrocious. Yeah, no, exactly. I just need him to play good. (laughs) Right, and it hurts me to talk about this because CP3, we'll do the CP3 Nash argument right now. He did something that Nash couldn't do. He went to the finals, man, and I love Nash. He had – bro, just go down this man's regimen. He's a two-time MVP, whether he stole those or not, in your opinion, whatever. It doesn't care. He got the he got the award. Okay. MVP. He's averaging 18 and 15, 20 and 15, both those years. Right? Absolutely insane for a point guard of that era. Playing drop dead or playing, playing drop down defensives um, towards the basket. You know, he's averaging 20 and 15. It's insane, right? Now that Kobe or Shaq wore those. I'll let you decide those. Okay. Shaq, That's Shaq shouldn't have won shit. I think Kobe should have got the the year that he averaged 35. I think Kobe should have gotten the MVP. They didn't give it to him. Um like basically, I said, before, Nash has the award <laughs> next to his name. <laughs> before Russell Westbrook, I think Kareem won one where he was like a seven seed or eight seed or whatever the fuck. But before Russell Westbrook, most of like almost every year, except for maybe three. Um, the award has gone to a top two team in whatever conference. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, Kobe, the year that he averaged 36, I think he should have won the award because they made the seventh seed in the West, and his second best player was Kwame Brown. Um, Kwame Brown. Basically, <laughs> basically, they were they were no names. Smush Parker, like it, it, he didn't have much hope, and they made the seventh seed. He averaged 35 points. So I yeah. think that Kobe should have got that one. I think Nash still should have got one of his MVPs. And obviously he won both of them. They were deserving. Like if yeah. you're in the MVP conversation, you basically deserve it. It's just yeah. only one yeah. award. Only one yeah. person can win. Fact. So yeah, no, he, he's a bucket. Um, Steve Nash is awesome. Yeah. 50, 40, 90 for his career. Uh, top three in assists all time, you know, I don't remember what his career averages are, but I'm pretty sure it's close to 18 and 10. Um, I mean, he's insane. He's my favorite player ever, right? Mm-hmm. But Chris Paul has done something that he can't. I think Chris Paul, like what Chris Paul beats Steve Nash in is, is leadership and his ability to turn nothing into a diamond, right? Or, so, or something that would take like five to six more years regularly and turn it into a diamond, right? I have never seen, I said this when he went to the Thunder, I said, bro, they're not going to do shit. They're not going to be there, right? They're a seventh, what were they, like a seventh or sixth seed or something like that? And they um, almost beat the Rockets or something? Yeah, they almost beat the Rockets, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, and that team had Shy, Gilgis Alexander, and Lou Dort, and, like, nobody else. Darius Baisley, right? <laughs> like, a bunch of no-names. This was, like, obviously it wasn't, like, LeBron taking his team to the finals in 2003, but it was definitely reminiscent of it, all right? 
especially in a shortened season. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. So if Steve if Steve Nash was swapping that position at 36 years old, would he do that? No. I don't think so. That's why I think CP3 gets put above him. And everyone who knows me is probably like, did he just say that? I When you look at it unbiasedly, I mean, obviously in any list I've put, I'm above him unless, he, unless if CP3 wins the championship, right? But if you look at it unbiasedly, CP3 is better than him. Now, how much better is he better than anybody else? I don't know. I mean, it makes me sad to say that. It, breaks my, heart. Steve it breaks my heart to hear you say that. See, now we're going back a couple years later. Me and Gabe just have like five-hour arguments <laughs> on who was better, right? I don't think it's debatable anymore. I don't think it, it goes is. Hard for now. And I'm so uh, sad. I'm so sad about it. But you got to accept the reality, okay? Hey, reality is. Respectable, bro. That CP3 <laughs> is a better basketball player than Steve Dash. And I'm sad that I'm sad. To, Dude, to you're breaking my heart. <laughs> I'm sad to admit it because I love Steve Nash, man. I love him with the, the like to the bottom of my heart. But that, you yeah. know, I mean, like I can't, I, I can't deny reality anymore. Dude, let's I, let's see, get past this, man. You're making yeah. you're, you're I mean, cry. You're you don't, y'all y'all don't know how many years we used to come back from playing basketball, and someone would say some dumb shit about CP3 or Steve Nash. And then we would end up defending our players, right, in the conversation. And then we would end up arguing with each other who's better, Steve Nash or CP3. And that would go on for about four to five hours. You don't know how long, man. It's been a battle. It's been a battle. But I concede. I wave yeah. the white flag. Okay. No. I wave the white okay. flag. Okay. Well, um, so in this series, it's tied 2 2. Um, do you believe that your sons are going to pull it out? And if they are going to pull it out, how are they going to do so? The way they're going to do so is very simple. Okay. Game four should have been our game, but we choked. Okay. We turned the ball over like five times in a row in the last two minutes. We were up nine with like 230 left to go in the fourth quarter. That game should have been ours. It should have been the conversation should be if that happened, it should be is the are the Bucks going to lose it, right? But, you know, that's not how it went down. Uh, um, if I really look at this really hard, I think it really comes down to two things. One, well, actually three things. One is we basically have to play our defensive strat that we played in game four. Okay, and why do I say that? Because even though Chris Middleton got 40, He's not going to do that every time. And he also shot terribly, right, for a 40-point game. I think he shot sub-40%. Like, it was like 39-something, right? You Don't, want don't to have worry, that for, I can tell you. You can keep going. You don't want to have a 40-point game with that, right? Devin Booker was on fire. He's not going to – he might have another bad game, but that's fine. The thing that really comes through, I think for actually both of these teams – well, really more the Bucks than it is us. But uh, you, McCall has to take more than 10 shots. Every game that McCall has taken over 10 shots, whether it's bad 10 shots or it's good 10 shots, we're 13 and 0. He has to be more aggressive. Okay. Can he do that tonight? Absolutely. Can he do that any night? Absolutely. The question is, is he going to do it? 
you know, like, is he going to be that level of aggression for the last three games of this series? Okay. I think he's exhausted uh, having to deal with guarding McCall. I mean, or not regarding McCall, but regarding uh, Middleton, with guarding Drew, and with guarding Giannis. Okay. However, he can. Now, usually, most of the time, Giannis, when I think Giannis is shooting 78% on everybody that isn't named DeAndre Aiden, um, I think against DeAndre Aiden, he's shooting 30%. No, nah, it has to be more. He's shooting like 60 for the series. The man just eating. You're not going to stop him. He's modern day shit. No, they – no, no, no. Go look it up. I, I saw it not too long ago. I may have been for game four. I may have read it wrong, but still, though. He's – DeAndre Aiden's defense has been a staple of – It definitely helps of, more of than our anybody else. Run. And even though, even though he's, he's – play, look who he's played against in these series, man. And he's held them to subpar numbers compared to what they usually get. His defense is insane. Okay. Um, He's really good. So we're not worried about that. We're not worried about Book. We're worried about McCall being aggressive. And we're worried about, I think, I saw this as a meme. It was a meme joke. It said, it said, CP3s that are thoughts. <laughs> you can't blow a 3 1 lead if you're, <laughs> if you're tied to. <laughs> so i don't know what the hell happened he's been doing he's been dealing with torn ligaments in his hand uh from what he said um and he's also had you know the shoulder stint and uh covid and god knows what else right so is cp3 gonna show up tonight i pray to god he does because if he doesn't we lose well, actually, I think we could still win. CP3 played terrible. We were up seven, two minutes and 30 seconds. The thing is, we have to have somebody that's going to close the game out, man. That's going to control the ball, not turn it over, and we're going to have to play defense, right? The, every one of those things were unchecked in the last two minutes and 30 seconds of that fourth quarter in game four. That's why we lost, okay? The Bucks, I, I, I think they played – very subpar in game four. And I don't know how they're going to play in game five, but if you're the Suns, you got to get CP3 back to where he was in game one, game two. And you got to keep feeding Book and Aiden the ball. I swear, if I see another possession where the ball is not in one of four players' hands, I'm going to lose – actually five, I'm going to lose my mind. And those five players being Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul when he's hot, when he like when he's normal, right? Mm-hmm. Cameron Payne and Cam Johnson. If it is in somebody else's hands that that is not on fire, right? That's not hitting their shots, and they shoot a stupid ass jump shot, I'm going to lose my mind. Go too rage. many times. <laughs> too many times. Campaign was not on game game four. Okay. That's fine. But Cam Johnson was on fire. Give him the yeah. Let's talk ball. about Cam. Let's talk about Cam Johnson. Actually, let's talk about. I want to talk about the Suns team as a whole. So we have the emergence of Cam Johnson, who's been playing absolutely fantastic. Uh, Mikael Bridges, he's guy. really good. He's going to get paid. Aiden, he's been shooting like sixty percent for the playoffs, averaging about 
70 and 70 yeah 70 percent. god damn he's eating so you have you have booker who's already gotten paid he's obviously he is what he is um aiden he's going to have to get paid soon uh mikhail bridges his ascension cam johnson his ascension and then cp3 this is his free agency year who are you gonna pay or is this just gonna be um, a spoil of riches in which you're going to have to let some guys go. Mm. Well, you say that, but if you look at the potential cap space for next season, where we have, we're in terms of everyone's a negative except for three teams. Okay. The three teams that are negative, not negative are the Knicks, the Thunder and the Pelicans. Okay. Everyone else is negative in terms of available cap space. Okay, but the luxury tax is 150. So who what are the teams that are over 150 or close to getting to 150? That's the 76ers, the Nets, and the Warriors. Okay. We're we're fine in terms of money. Now, the question is, the question is, how much are you gonna play Macau? That's my question. Are we gonna let go of Macau? Absolutely not. Are we gonna let go of Somebody, I think we might have to, but I think we have enough cap space to deal with getting people their money. Um, Aiden's not going to get a super max. He might get a max. CP3 is going to get his three-year 60 mil. I'm not worried about that. Macau, it's the question about Macau and Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, let me talk about my man from UNC. That motherfucker <laughs> right there. If you ever seen something, if you ever seen, you're like, damn, that dude got a chopper. Are you up in the gym? That man, that man hitting buckets, right? That man got a chopper. That's that's Cam Johnson. That man got a chopper. He's got a <laughs> chopper. It doesn't matter. He got mid-range, it's a bucket. Three-point, it's a bucket. Layup, dunking on folks. He's dunked on AD. He's dunked on JaVale McGee. And now he just ended PJ career's whole career or PJ Tucker's whole career. At that last dunk in game three, even though we were down 18, where you that man ended his career, right? He had what did he have in game four? Like zero. I think he had he got fat out game four. He got fat out game four, which book should have been fat out game four as well. We're not even gonna talk about that because that was the worst hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't crazy. know how they didn't call that. <laughs> that was that was terrible. I don't know why Book even went for that. You were up seven. You know, don't even try it. <laughs> yeah. But, but regardless, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, man, dude, I, if I was any team in the NBA that had your, your team at, uh, age average is in the middle, I would be putting in bids for Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson on a championship team is a must have. This dude plays defense. His defense has, gone up like two or three times in what it was his confidence his his shooting ability his decision making this man is writing a master's thesis in the middle of the finals like what excuse me this dude's basketball iq is through the roof all right this man i i oh my god i can't tell you how much i love this man this man is is an is amazing like his his ascension is, is still going to keep going. I feel like you're going to, if you're a betting person, you would bet over on Cam Johnson's points every time. 
I think his they usually cap it out at 11 or 13. He's gotten since game two of uh, the Clippers series. Actually, no, game six of the Clippers series. He's he's beaten his over every time. He's getting better after every game, right? And now I don't want to jinx it, knock on wood, but you know I feel like he's gonna keep getting better. Okay, and I I just I I thank God for that because man, we needed him in game four, even though we lost, that man showed up, right? McCall still hasn't showed up in terms of offensive aggressiveness, you know, but I feel like I'm going to say the biggest things for both teams on what they need to do. Okay. Be unbiased here. The Suns have got to get McCall Bridges more aggressive. Okay. They're 13 and 0 or 13 and yeah, they're 13 and 0. When Cam Johnson or when when McCall Bridges takes more than ten shots a game, okay, we're at home mm-hmm. or the Suns are at home, they're gonna see more production from him. Okay, I think Suns win Game Five. I hope if if that's God's plan, you know I don't know what God's plan is, but <laughs> I'm following it. Okay, so if if God's plan is for them to win Game Five, it's gonna be a breakout game for McCall. You're gonna see probably a 20 point game from him, right? Like how he had in game two. Okay. The second thing they have to do is to stay out of foul trouble. And how the hell do you do that? Well, you're just going to have to let, you're going to have to play an offset zone on Giannis and you're not, and you're going to have to not foul any of their guards. Okay. We're the way we're going to win this war of attrition is to score more. Is That's how the Suns are going to win. How do the Bucks win? Well, you have to get... Giannis is going to go to the free throw line. You have to get Drew Holiday aggressive. Okay? He's been aggressive, but he can't hit the broad side of a bar. Okay? He has to stay aggressive. Okay? If he stays aggressive, eventually he'll start hitting the broad side of a bar. Okay? He shot, like, what? Like, three for 14 and, like... A yeah, he hasn't games. been shooting great. I think he's shooting like 30-something for sure. It, it hasn't been great yeah. at all. So that's what the Bucks have to do. Yeah. I think I think that the Bucks are, are praising God right now that they have a man named as Giannis Antetokounmpo on their team because if they didn't have him scoring 20-plus points a night, you know, like, like he's an automatic 20, right? Okay, but I'm talking about 20 or more points a night. He's they, they're not gonna they would they would be done already because you can't that none of the other players besides Middleton can get you more than 30, you know. So it's just like wow, you know, like they they would they they're just blessed to have the monstrosity known as Giannis Ante the Kumpo. Okay, indeed, indeed. Are we gonna we gonna do our Finals predictions, man. What, yeah, what man. it's going to be, man. Um, I'll let you go first, man. I feel like I've been talking a lot. So I think that uh, I do think that the Suns are the better team. Um, I'm not sure, but Bud has been basically, he's been making like minor adjustments here and there. Uh, like shift very minor. He's been yeah, really he's going relying back on and Giannis. Forth. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you do. Um, man, 2-2. Two, two, I think that CP3 has to play a lot better. I don't think Drew Holiday is going to get much better. Um, Chris Middleton, he's had two pretty good games. They've both been at home. 
So I will say this. If the Suns lose game five, they lose the series. Mm. If the Bucks, if the Bucks lose game five, I, obviously game seven, we don't know. But I do believe if the Suns, for them specifically, if they do lose game five, then the Bucks will win this series. Um, Giannis, you say he uh, didn't score 30 last game. He's going to score 30 this game. I think he's going to eat. We're going to find out what Devin Booker is. Now, Mark Jackson loves to call this man a superstar. I think that Devin Booker is really good, maybe even star. I don't think that he's a superstar. A superstar to me is a guy that is going to score basically 28 points. He's going to have a massive effect on the game no matter what. I think that Kyrie Irving is borderline superstar potential. Obviously, he's erratic, but as far as what he can score, nobody's going to stop him no matter what. And I don't really think there is a stopping of the book. Obviously, he's dealing with a broken nose, which I can't imagine. It's like playing basketball with a broken nose. That sounds like it sucks. Oh, it's there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but – I do think that there may be some things that can slow D-Book down, maybe even not necessarily what the defense is doing. Maybe he just has an off game. Not saying that people can't have off games, but KD's not going to have – and he's going to have an off game for him. His off game, he's still going to get you 25-plus. LeBron's off game is still going to get you 25-plus. Um, guys like that, like Giannis, he's still – no matter what, he's going to get you about 25 no less than 25. 25. Less than 25 is an off game. His first game, he had 20, and that was him coming back from injury. Um, so I'm not sure if D-Book – I wouldn't put Devin Booker on that level yet. He'd probably be like a level right under it. Um, I put him as far as like two guards go. So I think that he could possibly be the best two guard in the league because I moved James Harden. James Harden is a point guard. If we're going to look at him historically – I think that we're going to have to – we're going to be forced to look at him as a point guard. And OKC came off the bench, ran the second unit. In Houston, he was a two-guard, but they basically moved him to the one. And then Chris Paul came, and then they moved him back to the two. Um, and then in Brooklyn, he's running the point guard. So I think historic-wise, we, we have to just consider him a point guard now. So that puts Kyrie Irving at the two. So I think that the best two guards in the league are in between D-Book Devin Mitchell, I mean Devin Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, and um, basically Kyrie Irving. Um, what about Beal? So Everyone always and, says and Beal's Bill, the best. Bill. Bill as well. Bill as well. They would. It would be between those four guys as far as the best. And I think Zach Levine is on his way up. We'll see what the Bucks do. I mean, the Bulls do uh, next season. But those those four guys are basically the they're volume for who's going to be the best shooting guard in the league. Uh, can those guys ascend? Like I said, I think Kyrie Irving, superstar. He's, I think he's a superstar uh, as far as talent. Um, but will they perform as superstar? It, will he perform as a superstar? We don't know. We'll see. I think that he will. Obviously, he's Kyrie Irving. He's proven it already. Um, but as far as two guards, if you throw Kyrie to the side, obviously he's been playing point guard. Um, will one of those three ascend to superstardom? I'm not sure, and we'll see what Devin Booker does with the rest of these finals. I think he's averaging about 27 a game. Um, but, yeah, I think if the Suns lose this next game, it might be donezo for the series. Hmm. Now, you put me in predicament. Um, 
is Devin Book. I, I mean, if we classify what you classified as a superstar, there's not that many superstars. Mm-mm. There's like seven. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not many. I think that it's it's in between like nine and eleven, depending. Up, oh, never forget. Uh, I I think that it's in between uh, those those numbers. So LeBron, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. um. I think Dame is a superstar. Absolutely. I think uh, Joel Embiid is. Jokic, that's five. Uh, I think Jokic I would, is Joel Embiid has had some questionable things, but yeah, sure, we'll give it to him. We'll give it um, to him. That's five. Uh, James Harden, I believe, mm-hmm. is a superstar. Mm-hmm. That's six. Um, Kawhi Leonard, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can maybe throw. All right, AD, I think that he's superstar talented. Um, he's just, like, right there. I think that Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, uh, maybe we haven't seen it from Jason Tatum, but I think he's on his way there. Like, those guys right there, they're kind of in the mix together as far as, like, borderline superstardom versus, like, just being, like, a star, like a really, really, really good basketball player. But, like, like we said – Luca, Luca, I think Luca is a superstar as well. Mm. Um, am I forgetting anybody? So that's what I just was at eight guys, nine guys. It's eight. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's, I think all of those are hits. I don't think the way Anthony Davis has been playing the last few years, I wouldn't consider him a superstar. Um, I mean, he played. And did I say Giannis? I didn't say Giannis. No, yeah. So nine. We, we had like a nine definite guys, and then those other three were basically like. You didn't say Giannis. You say yeah, no, nah, Giannis is definitely a okay. So that's hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with any of those. Um, yeah, I don't think AD would be. A lot of people would say, yeah, man, AD is a superstar. I'd be like, have you seen this man? Like, they had a way. I mean, better he can do everything on the court. Everything. Yeah, he had a he had a way better team last year, and he still, I don't think he put up superstar numbers. Um, I could be wrong. You know, I don't look at this man's numbers all the time. I don't look at everybody's numbers all the time. So could be wrong. But this year he definitely wasn't considered to be a superstar. I don't think so at all. Um, I think Jason Tatum's on his way there. I think there's a lot of people on their way there. Yeah. yeah. Don, all the young big guys right now. Donovan, yeah. Book, Beal, Tatum, you know. Uh, Trey Young, I think that young. he's on his way. Um, Zion, I think he's on his way. He's way um, lower than everybody else, though, right now. I mean, I don't know, the, dude. 24 points on 60%. That's heavy. I just think he's on a shitty team. So maybe he'll get out of uh, New Orleans, but we, we shall see. Mm, uh, I I would, if I was I, New Orleans, I wouldn't trade him. Obviously. Absolutely. Like, I wouldn't trade him. But no way. No, you're staying. No way. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of hype around Zion that push him that people say like, Oh, he's better than all the young guys in the league. And they're like, no, no, stop it. Stop it. You got Tatum. Look, man, your upper echelon of under 25. I think Jokic is still under 25 too. Right. So you would have, is Jokic still under 25? I don't know. Wherever he is, he's not far. If he's not, then he's like 26. He's no, he can't be older than 26. He is 26. Okay, so he's not in the under 25 yeah. anymore. Okay, so your upper echelon of under 25 is Tatum, Book, Mitchell, Beal, and Zion. Okay, and yeah, 
Okay. Six, six of them. Okay. I don't care where you place any of them, to be honest, but you know, I don't think Zion, if you gave me Tatum, Book, Beal, Mitchell, and Zion, I'm taking the first four over him. Like yeah, I think, to... I think Bill's like 20, 28. He's not under 25 anymore. He's in 25. Shit. No, 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 no. He's definitely. Oh, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. He's an old man. Anyway, okay. Those He's three. not old man, but he a bucket. <laughs> those three and young, right? Mm-hmm. I would, I would pick them over Zion. Now, Zion hasn't gotten a chance to be in the playoffs, and this is what everyone was saying about books. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. We'll it see. is what it is, but to be soon. you know we got to be fair to everybody. So if if Zion doesn't make the playoffs, then we then we can't we we can't sit here and say that he's better than all of those people. Because they didn't say Book was better than like, all those people. Like Carl Anthony Towns, I think he's really good, but he's yet to make. All right, yeah, they did make the playoffs with Jimmy Butler. Um, another guy who I think they got roasted by the Rockets. So I mean, but yeah, 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 they got of course, of course, of course. Yeah, but, so um, it is it is what it is, yeah. but. Uh, so I feel like, okay, did you give your final prediction? Like what you actually think is going to happen? Like, yeah. Uh, Suns. Oh yeah. My, what I actually think is going to happen. I think that the Suns win. It's a must win. Suns win game five. Uh, Bucks win. So what do you say? Suns and seven? Suns and seven, man. Suns and seven. I would love to say Suns and six, uh, compared to how they play in played in game four and we don't choke. You know, now a mm-hmm. lot of people are saying Suns and Six. Um, but like you said, it really depends. It's a really game-by-game series. Of course. Um, you know, so, like, if we lose game five and we win game six, right, as a Suns fan, we're going back home. We win game seven, right? You know, it's a game-by-game situation. So, I, with all of my heart, I would say Suns and Seven um, right as on. a Suns fan, Okay. But I look at this unbiasedly, and like you said, it's really – and like I've been saying, you know, it's a game-by-game basis. Um, I don't think Drew Holiday comes back until it's too late, um, unbiasedly. And I think Chris Middleton, and as a Suns fan, I would hope it's Chris Middleton, has had – I think he's had the best of his games already. Uh, not saying he's probably going to have another – like below 20 point night, like he did in game one and game two ish or whatever. Um, I don't remember if it was below 20 or like around 20, you know, for the bucks, you can't have that for, for drew holiday. You can't have that. He's got to have more than more than 20. Um, and I think that he's, I think he'll still get more than 20 in these last three games, but I think that I don't think he's going to have another 40 point night. Um, you know, game four and game three were at home. They blew us out game three. They got lucky, essentially. Not really lucky, but they got they got a uh, – what do you want to call it? Uh, the sun stroke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying they, they're like, whew, we won that yeah. one, you know, because they would have essentially lost if the game ended at two minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. You know, that's why a game is never over till it's over. Um so, and he basically had like last, so he had thirty some. But I mean, like, so I, I don't think we're gonna see another Chris Milton game where he has thirty five plus. I think he um, has one more in the tank. One more in the tank. Maybe. I'm not. I'm I not would sure say, which I game say, it'll be, but he yeah. got at least one more. 
I'm saying zero the one. I'm like zero the one games, like none to one games worth yeah. 30 plus points. And I feel like that's going to be the biggest factor for the Bucks. Um, is can you get him to get more, more than one, more than that one, absolutely, more, more than one 35 plus point games? Um, mm-hmm. Because if they do, then Bucks win in seven. Uh, I'd say it's going to, that's saying it's going seven either way. Um, I'm going to say Suns and seven. That's what I'm going Right on. Right on. So, finals talk over. We get to the interesting shit. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Dane had an explosion of shit. um, And eventually he said, oh, it's not true. But that's what you're going to say anyway. Um, Where do we want Dane to go if he goes anywhere? Where do we want Dane to go? I think his time in Portland is done. I think he need, I think he's given everything to that to that team. And I know Gabe is probably shaking his head and he's like, damn man, I don't want him to leave Portland. Right? Oh, Portland. I don't care about Portland. The reason why I'm a Portland fan is because of one, because of Dame Lillard, but two, which I've said this many times on the podcast, but 2016, I thought that if Kevin Durant went to the Portland Trailblazers, they would have won a championship. Mm. But he didn't, and then I just stuck with uh, Portland Trailblazers. So, like, I'm I'm rolling with okay. Dame. Where, wherever he goes, I'm with Dame. I don't care. Okay. Well, never mind that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care about the Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. Fucking That's- Trailblazers, man. Hello. <laughs> um, so, I think his time is done. I think he's given enough to the organization. Um, I feel like it's time for him to move on because he'll – if he doesn't, he'll be added – to the teams without a championship or the best players without a championship list. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Um, so I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I absolutely, I, 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 I don't like hate the warriors, but I hate them. Like it's like a love hate relationship, right? Like Steph and clay are like, the best things to watch for basketball, some of the best things to watch for basketball, but I hate them, right? <laughs> Everyone hates them. If you're not a real basketball fan, if you're, if you don't actually like somewhat don't like the Warriors, right? Unless you're an actual Warriors fan and then, then you wouldn't have that. But the Warriors with Dame, Steph, and a somewhat healthy clay could come out of the West next season. Uh, could, it's a big could, it's a big could. Depends on what they have to, you know, obviously they're going to have to give up Andrew Wiggins. Are they going to give up their developmental piece for James Wiseman? But here's the thing that shoots Golden State in the foot is that they have Andrew Wiggins getting 31 million, their cap space. They're going to have to pay the luxury cap again this upcoming season if they get Dave. So they're basically, their bench is going to be ass and they're going to be another Brooklyn Nets. Um, which also, side note, Gabe, what we were going to talk about was the, the Twitter's proposed uh, finals this year. We'll talk about that last. Um, but, man, if, you, if we just type in 2021, 2022 cap space. Uh, Dude, that was actually I – didn't, I didn't ever think about uh, Dame going to the Warriors. But, no, with, with Andrew Wiggins' inflated-ass contract, that might work. Uh, as far as basketball-wise, it would be super fun to watch. I mean, just looking at all the shooters on that team. Um, but, yeah, that might work. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, a James Wiseman, maybe another piece, and then, like, their draft picks, because they have the seventh pick and the 14th pick in this year's draft. 
that might be the best package somebody could send for a Dane. Other than like just trading like an Anthony Davis or maybe a, a Jalen Brown, which I'd love to see Damon Tatum on the same team. Oh, which we're watching that in the Olympics. Oh. Yeah. I would I would love to see that. So next season. If I so the luxury tax threshold is one hundred and thirty six million six hundred six thousand. Yeah. And there is <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Every team. Every team is negative. Every team. Uh, going into next year. Um, total cash, though, uh, it seems like most people are fine after they pay the luxury tax, but they're not going to have it. They, the Golden State isn't going to have enough, man. They're – they, man, it's just – the thing is that they're, cat, they're, they're just going to – their team is going to fucking suck. They're not going to be able to get anybody else. Right. Yeah, so so that's the up- thing with Dame. If he goes somewhere, like what you would have to trade for him would not, would probably not make you um, a finals contender. At Actually. least they'll make the playoffs, but a finals contender, nah, I probably not with what you would have to give up. So that's why it's so hard. I think it'll have to be like a, uh, either a straight-up superstar for superstar trade, like I said, uh, Dame for AD, which I don't think that the Lakers would do that, um, which I would oh. if I was the Lakers. Um, yeah, so it looks like, actually, the only person that's positive is the Grizzlies, according to the Hey, come to Memphis, Dame. Four million. Oh, bro. They have four million extra dollars. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, the Memphis would be uh, no, they're not gonna do shit, but I love to see it. Oh, the Rockets still paying fucking uh, <laughs> Harden's still, contract. No, Harden and Wall's contract are at negative ninety one million nine nine uh, hundred seventeen thousand two hundred sixteen dollars. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like most teams are around the same position. They're like negative twenty thousand and below, mm. um, which. Uh, you know, when luxury tax gets added in there, it's not really a big of a deal if you're below, if you're over twenty million, which is hilarious because we're talking about millions here. Um, you know, to me and you, you're like, damn, over twenty million. You know, yeah. um, so that in terms of NBA teams, that's not that bad. So whoever's below twenty million includes the Jazz, 76ers, Celtics, uh, Blazers, Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Wizards, Pacers, Heat, Grizzlies. Um, yeah. So the Warriors are number are twenty third. They have negative fifty five million sixty four thousand five hundred and ninety four dollars over the cap space limit. Um, so that puts them in luxury tax lead. Um, you know, I don't know how where, they would do it. Where would you like to see? What would be some interesting team ups? Some where, interesting. Like, if you bro. could, if you could just throw Damian Lillard. On, on wherever, on yeah. Wherever. If you could just throw them on a team, where would be uh, some of your prime destinations? Like, uh, I would love to see them. Like, if you want to talk about a dynasty, like three plus years of championships, you put them on the Clippers. <laughs> and I would hate to see that, right? As a Suns fan, I would hate to see that. Um, but if you had somehow, if you kept the the uh, Kawhi Leonard, 
healthy, right? Healthy Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Dame. You give up Reggie Jackson. You give up uh, Terrence Mann, and you give up draft picks, and you give up probably another player, right? And you sign some trash motherfuckers off the free agency. Not even trash, just like just role players, right? You keep Demarcus Cousins to like three million or whatever the fuck he's getting. I think that team wins multiple championships, depending on who comes out of the East. That would be insane. Like, just seeing how much, as a Suns fan, we struggled with the Clippers, with what they are now, without Kawhi Leonard, right? You take – you Kawhi comes back healthy, right? He doesn't do this load management bullshit. He just just comes back healthy. He plays through, which probably won't ever happen again in his career. But – and then you have Paul George playing at the level that Paul George has been playing at, you know, consistently. Then you have Dave at the point. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to play a, what are you going to play a, a, a three, two out uh, zone and try and just guard the perimeter as best you can. But then you have DeMarcus cousins on the inside. The fact that he's getting paid $3 million blows my mind. He still can play. He still can get you 20 and 10. You know, that's all you need in, a, in this league for a center. It's 20 and 10. It's all you need. Uh, and then put fucking, uh, uh, who am I forgetting about? Put Marcus Morris at the power forward if you don't trade him. I mean, like, that's, yeah, the all, awesome. that's an all-time starting five right there. You, you, awesome. <laughs> you couldn't beat that team. I mean, obviously, you could beat the team. Everyone has a bad night. But I'm saying – you're not going to beat him in the series. You're not going to beat him in yeah. a seven-game series. I think it'd be uh, cool to see Dame um, on the Celtics with Tatum and Brown. I think it'd be cool to see Dame. You wouldn't uh, be able to team. keep Brown, though. I mean, like, yeah, no, say, of course. I'm just saying just throw him on a team. Yeah. It'd be cool to see him on the Celtics. It'd be cool to see him uh, teamed up with uh, – I was just thinking of the team. Um, what Dude, how would Damon Luca? That would be fun. Um, I think Damon Zion would would be fun. I would hate Dame though. I I don't like. I apparently we have like a rivalry with the Mavericks, so like I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck, we gotta play it three times a year, you know? Um, I think another team. No, Damon and Bead. If you went to the seventy six, but here's a team too. Here's a team that's big brain, right? They have a lot to give up, okay, in terms of picks and players. This would be insane to me. Imagine if you had a Dame Levine starting backcourt, and then you have Patrick Williams who's stepping up. You got Kobe White who's stepping up, and you got a shit ton of young players to throw out. Not throw out, but to give, right? Your cap space is low. You got every the stars a lot, right? But the question is, you know, Dave's never gonna go there. <laughs> but imagine you have to deal with Levine dropping 30 on your ass a night. And then if you lock him up, you got another motherfucker he gives you 30 a night, you know, consistently. 70% of the games they play, they're gonna give you 30 a night. Yeah. You know, what what do you do against that? And then you got Patrick Williams, who's a force on the inside. He's been getting better. He's been developing a shot, unlike Ben Simmons. He's been developing a shot, right? Because that's the only thing I would have against the 76ers if you just, quote-unquote, throw him out there. But I'm still trying to think of what, you know, what would you give up type how about, shit. 
what if you had uh, Dame to the Bucks for Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and whatever else that they wanted? If we had, they come out, uh, of, they come out of the East every time. Dude, that'd they'd, be nuts. They they'd be Eastern Conference Finals for like five years, three years, four <laughs> years. Because who's beating that? Who's beating Dude, that? The Brooklyn. When the you Brooklyn have Giannis, Nets, I think you, would, you have Giannis you have with the with, with the, the refs on his side. Yeah, if you have Giannis with the refs on his side, plus you have Dame. What what do you do against that? And you, you give have up. To deal, I think Dame with Embiid or Dame with Giannis would be insanity. And I think that they could actually compete with a healthy Brooklyn team. Absolutely. Uh, anybody? Okay. Here's the thing. So we're gonna. Those are our teams. Let's move on to the Twitter's proposed championship of this year. What it was supposed to be at the beginning of this year was Lakers Nets. I hear it all the time. Oh, it would have been Lakers Nets. Would have been Lakers Nets. If that would have happened, the Lakers would have got swept. Um, but here's the thing. Whoa. They, they would have got swept. They would have got swept. Maybe a gentleman sweep. But no, no, they wouldn't have won, win more than two games. But that team, I'm not sure. The thing is, we hadn't we didn't get to see we didn't get to see Brooklyn go against like well, we did get to see it. They went against a dominant inside force in Giannis. I would have loved to see them try to handle it and beat because AD is so versatile. But I think that I, I did have the Nets winning. I bet on both of them to go to the finals, the uh, Lakers and the Nets, or to win the finals. Yeah. But so much firepower. Like, Kyrie is going to give you 25-plus on a bad night. I think he can give you 30 easily. We know what James Harden is, 30-plus points. And then we know what Kevin Durant is, uh, efficient 30-plus points, like 33, mm-hmm. 35 on, like, mm-hmm. 17 shots. Um, so it, it would have been but who's very, guard very interesting on the Lakers, see. man. Who's going to guard him on the Lakers? Well, who's gonna guard? Who's gonna guard? Uh, LeBron and AD. LeBron had his worst playoff numbers this playoffs. Worst yeah, playoff I don't numbers. think he that's gonna happen again. I don't think that either. I don't. I don't think, think he's gonna, gonna average much again. more. I don't think twenty-two he's points for LeBron James. He can sleepwalk to 25. 25, 7 and seven. You saying like, he's gonna average? You're saying he's gonna average over thirty points a game. I think that he could average over – there's nobody on the Nets that can stop him either. Nobody. Okay, but he's not going to average over 30 points a game. I think he averages like 27, 28. Depending on if he sees himself as the – if he plays like he's the first that means, option or not. That means that he would have to drop multiple 50-point games. Like multiple. Like more he's than just – He's not going to score less than 24 points in a game. You're sure. Positive. Positive. hundred I mean, percent. Okay, so let's say his lowest is twenty-five. He's still I don't think he averages more than thirty. I don't think he averages. I'm not I'm not sure if LeBron going so, from now. Let's say okay, yeah, let's yeah, say we go now, all the way from now. Yeah. I don't think he averages I'm, more than thirty points again. In a playoff series, over a series, I'm not sure if he will, but maybe I think that he could. It'd be somewhere. Well, I'm not in saying he couldn't. I mean, it's LeBron James. I'm saying realistically. I think that he's never going to average in over a playoff series. If assuming health, I don't think he's ever going to average less than 25 points per game. If if Again, he's still okay, LeBron I can agree James. with that. I I can say that. I can say that. But over 30, we're talking like 2018, LeBron. Yeah, that's no. that's heavy. That, I, that no, is. Heavy. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think that was a strike of lightning, um, because a lot of people. 
even going into that series, uh, to that playoffs time, we're like, well, how is LeBron going to do? Is he going to be able to compete how he usually competes? I don't think he goes over 30 again, like, or over 35 at least. He, make, he could get 30, you know, but he was averaging like 40. He was averaging like 40 against the yeah, Raptors no. and like everybody else. Like, I and think he still LeBron, LeBron in 2018. I mean, we know peak athletic LeBron was 2014 LeBron, 2013, 2014 Le- yes. Miami LeBron. Yes. Um, yes. And then he had an uh, amazing series in 2016 uh, to win the finals against the Golden State Warriors. But yep. 2018, the way that he walked the Cleveland Cavaliers through that playoffs without Kyrie Irving, with Kevin Love, what was left of him being his second best player, J.R. Smith, the way that he walked the Cavs through that playoffs and then got to the finals, put up a 50-point triple-double and would have won game one if not for a huge a missed free throw from George Hill and a major fuck-up from J.R. Smith. Yeah. That yeah. was probably the greatest – which I'm, I I didn't live to see Jordan. I couldn't watch all his games throughout the playoffs. But that was probably the greatest playoff walkthrough in the history of basketball. I agree. Like, greatest playoff run by a single player in the history of basketball. I ain't never seen so many motherfuckers. I ain't never seen this dude so many times just win his game, win his team. Yeah, he just controlled the entire game on like, both sides. For like both they teams. had three motherfuckers at one point on him. And he does a buzzer beater, comes back next game. They fuck up in the fourth quarter. He gets another buzzer beater against the Raptors. Two buzzer beaters in a row. Like, what? And he had, like, 40 points. Like, what are you talking about? It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that team shouldn't even made it to the semifinals. (laughs) They shouldn't have made the playoffs. If LeBron went on that team, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think we'll ever see that again from LeBron. I don't think he can do it again. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's that. I'm not sure if he is that anymore. But fuck, LeBron from that level, that's like a hundred, like a oh, 2K overall. That's really yeah. like a 105. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> him minus a couple of steps, it would him be like a 93, 94. But goddamn, that was that was. I don't know. I, do you I'm think saying, LeBron man. is still the best player in the league? And if not, then how far down the list would you put him? That's a good question. There's a lot of variables that go into it. See, I could say from a a person who has the ability to do everything on the floor plus make his players better, I think he would be number one. But then you look at the efficiency, the scoring, and the capability of scoring that KD has, and you're like, how do you not put him number one? Um, how do you put, how do you not put Luca in your like top Up 10 there. at least, you know, yeah. close the top five, right? Like if Luca had help, I'm, I would be very, very interested to see how far he goes. Cause to take that Clippers team to seven with him basically by himself with role Which players. is also with a Clippers team that's terrible in the it's fourth quarter. You insane. Know, absolutely. It's insanity. Um, He's goddamn. He's real good. It just, I just, I think he's. I think the I think only he's still people, top three. I think he's still top yeah. three. A lot I of people. The only would people put that him, I could put over him is Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Um, I could say that too. Um, those but are the I only think two. he's, in my opinion, 
humbly or not humbly, <laughs> um, I would say I think he's still number two. Um, you know, a lot of our homies, uh, shout out to my boy Christian. Uh, he thinks that he's not even in the top ten anymore. Um, but I think most it may of the time, not his goddamn mom. <laughs> I think he, I think he's just most of the time he's trolling. Um, Austin Smith says that too. Good old Austin. Um, he says that Trump. too. Um, he thinks he's a big Luca fan, so he thinks Luca is like obviously the best player in the league. But um, I think they're just trolling. I think if you realistically look at it, I still think LeBron is like he's definitely still in the top five. Um, yeah, I think at least you could put him at three or four. Um, if you want to just be a hater, um, and most of the time I am a LeBron hater, but if you think about it realistically, I think that he's still, I think he's still right behind Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant is the best basketball player. Now, does he make his teammates better? No. Does he make, does he do everything on the floor? Sometimes, you know, not consistently. Um, so I would say that Katie's the best basketball player you know, yeah. scoring-wise, efficiency-wise. Now, all-around best basketball player would be LeBron. Um, yeah. There's no All-around doesn't always he mean made that, that team. Best. He made that team the best seventh seed in NBA history. There's no yeah. seventh seed besides the Houston Rockets when they won the championship, whenever they, whenever they were. Yeah. Right? But there's, there's no – they shouldn't even be in the playoffs the way that they played. You know, I, yeah. I just – uh, yeah, that's all. Goat, hey, one, yeah, he's one of the goats. So, man. all right, man, what's up? If if we had to say uh, on Twitter's <laughs> proposed uh, playoffs or, or finals, uh, I think the like I said, I think the Nets would have won gentleman sweep or less um, because that team got exposed um, for how from two down on the roster from two to 15, how bad they were. Uh, and the Nets, if you look at their three or four through 15, they have a better four through 15 than they have a better than, than the Lakers. So I feel like they would have easily clapped if all everyone was healthy. Um, I think the Lakers had a better team, but once again, I mean, AD, Braun, unstoppable, but with the hey man, scoring, hey man, You want to know who's unstoppable on the Nets, man? Their top three players: Bruce Brown, <laughs> Bruce Brown. Yes, a Bruce. Dude, a Bruce Brown I've never winner. seen. We gotta bring this up. I've never seen a person stick to only one shot and one shot only, and be that consistent in making it. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. So you saying this? Kareem Abdul Jabbar, then Bruce Brown, with one shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. There's no like. I was like. When he was playing against the Bucks, man, and he would make those shots, I was like, "There he goes again!" <laughs> like, how? how <laughs> he just did it every time. I, I I laughed so so hard, and whenever this man was on the court, I'm telling you, they can't they couldn't stop Bruce Brown, man. Alone, <laughs> James Harden and Kyrie and KD. <laughs> oh man i yeah i feel like they would have i feel like the nets would have easily won um what do you say i know what do you i know you don't agree with that but what do you say no i do think that the nets would have won but i think it would have been pushed to seven seven yep 
because on the just inside, because LeBron shenanigans, just because of LeBron shenanigans, LeBron and AD, I don't think that they would have had an answer for them, but they also would not have had an answer for Harden, Kyrie, and uh, KD. And so you're saying with an all offensive show out, pretty much they would have scored every game, would have combined score probably 230. Hmm, yeah, interesting, yep. yeah, well. We had to talk about it eventually because that's yeah, all that Twitter talks indeed. about nowadays. Well, dude, do, you, um, <laughs> do you have any uh, anything to plug? Anything? This has been an awesome episode, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, any any promotions? Any promotions? Um, <laughs> uh, no, thanks for having me. It's always great. Hopefully, I'll be back again. I want to actually be back with Zach too. Um, Zach, Zach, sometimes man, that man just. <laughs> bless his heart man but some he, he said he's been saying some crazy shit we'll challenge him to some of his crazy uh uh accusations and propositions that he was saying not too long ago we'll bring him back up on the pod definitely um if he hasn't said them already um so y'all might know what he's already what we're already talking about but if not uh next time we definitely got to bring it up i want to have zach on the pod a uh, great guy always to have on there um if i had anything to promote i do stream on twitch um i am currently working on some other side projects but they are not at the point where i would like to have them be promoted um just stay tuned um i do yeah. stream on twitch at uh twitch.tv backslash livid jc um so that's that's all i would have to say all i have to promote. all right man well right on dude well like i said thanks for coming on it's one of my best friends, man. Love you, yeah. dude. And yeah, uh, love you too, man. No homo. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for <laughs> thank y'all for uh tuning in. And uh Zach Sons and Seven. Bucks and Seven. No, Sons Peace. and Seven. Sons and Seven. <laughs>